0: Chris Hine joining us from the Star Trek Moon, once again joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Chris, I hope all is well.
1: Good, it's doing good, Steve. How are you
0: doing? Yeah, good. Uh, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, and uh, met the media a while back, uh, talked certainly a big game with uh, the addition of Rudy Gobert. and. Uh, there's a lot of expectations for this team, but they need to fill out a team, and the Timberwolves have been doing that, uh, signing players to contracts, uh, some NBA-only, some two-way contracts that could include uh, a stop in uh, the the G League. Uh, do any of these signings stand out to you that have happened in the last week or so?
1: Yeah, I think some, some were surprised that Eric Pascal uh, signed on a two-way deal for the guy that uh, has had a, a nice little niche in the league for the last three seasons uh, with Colton state. And then with Utah kind of a, maybe uh, he's, he's definitely a front court player. He's, he's like six, seven or so, yeah. 250 pounds physical. Um, so I'll be a little surprised that he only got a two way deal from the wolves or from any team really. Um, so that could be an, an interesting pickup, I think with him. Um, but, you know, this is, this is rounding out the bench. This is, these are depth signings that they made. They signed Nathan Knight last week. Uh, he was on a two way contract for the wolves. Now an NBA contract uh, with some, some guarantees and partial guarantees in there. Um, so we'll see how that plays out as, as training camp comes around and as the season begins. Uh, but you know, the, the bulk of the big moves and the guys that you're going to see uh, on, a, on an every night basis were signed much earlier this month.
0: Yeah, and once again, expectations are created, and you, you, you bring up some of these signings, and and now with Carl with Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and the addition of Rudy Gobert, and we would assume D'Angelo Russell is going to be a, a big part of this thing, that, that can attract players who are going to say, yeah, I want to catch on to this, and, and I, and I want to be a part of this deal, because now, you know, they, they've... They've got to be in the mix of, you know, a top-six team in the NBA's Western Conference and, you know, a a team that could certainly, with health, get on a playoff run.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that that tends to attract, you know, veteran players who might sign for, you know, maybe a little lower than they can get other places. Uh, It it makes it a lot more attractive because, you know, a guy like, uh, you know, some of the ones that they sign, like Brent Forbes, Austin Rivers, you know, if these guys come and help a winning team. You know, make a deep playoff run. You know, they can benefit off of their next contract instead of just kind of playing out the string on a, on a team that's going nowhere. So, when you when you have kind of that that winning culture that's coming around, you do tend to get some some more people interested in you. So, you know, I, I'm fascinated to see how the rotation is going to play out and where and where guys fit. Um, but we're still. It's still two months from training camp and about three months from <laughs> from when we tip off a meaningful basketball game we got we've got a long way to go uh, before uh, we see this team and what it actually looks like
0: yeah and but what we do know is that there there's a whole different set of expectations i I think even going into last season and and we talked about it a number of times, and I know you talked about it with Henry Lake on lake night is is going into last season. If the Timberwolves were, you know, in in the play-in tournament, that would have been, we're, we're good, you know, just, just get us right. into that. And then the expectations changed where they had a legitimate shot to avoid that. It ultimately didn't happen. Now they go into this season where yeah. it's like, if they're not a top six team in the Western Conference, so it, it is amazing how quickly in one calendar year, the expectations for the upcoming season have now been... This team not only needs to avoid the play-in tournament, get into the playoffs, and probably win a series for people to be content.
1: Yeah, look at this point. I think the expectation, you know, going forward is at least being top four in the Western Conference every year in terms of regular season wins. Yeah, you know, that that has to be, I think, a, a reasonable bar based on what you just did, uh, and not one that's too outlandish. Yeah, you know, I think one thing that might help them in that regard is you know carl anthony towns throughout his career has generally been a durable player and he's available much more often than not uh, to play rudy gobert has been available much more often than not has had hasn't had a a big history of, of injury issues anthony edwards in his young career so far has played in almost every game that, that, that he's had. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is kind of the one that's, you know, he, he tends to miss time, you know, in the neighborhood of, let's say, 15 to 20 games a year. Um, but for the most part, the, the, the guys who are going to be expected to carry the load on this team next year are going to be on the floor, more often than not, at least with their their injury history would indicate that. So I think they do have a good shot of of winning a lot of regular season games uh, next year. Yeah, and, you know, and the question is going to be, what is this team going to do in the playoffs? Obviously, and how does that how does the two big matchups go against you know Dallas or the Clippers or Phoenix or Golden State? Should they get there? Right, but in terms of just availability on a night to night basis, I, I, I like their chances if this this line of clicks of having these guys available most nights that they play and being able to win a lot of regular season games.
0: Hey, you cover this team year, year round for the Star tribune and online at start tribune.com. It, it, it seems to me that Mark Glory and Alex Rodriguez, the, the uh, new owners of the Timberwolves who will eventually take over control of the club from Glenn Taylor, um, you, you you get the sense that you know they're 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 not interested in just existing in the NBA. You you really and, and I know Glenn Taylor has put up the money and made a commitment, and there's there's been some decisions over the years that have 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 derailed better plans for the Timberwolves. But you you get the sense that this new ownership group and the fact that they went out and got Tim Connolly to run the thing that you know they are serious about winning, and this is just not a short term thing.
1: No, absolutely not. Um, and you know, it, it's hard to say just what it, what impact you know new ownership has on big moves like this. But you know, I, I we, we've seen it before where, where new owners come into a situation in the NBA and they want to make an impact, they want to make a move, they want to become contenders right away. You know, new owners generally don't come to the don't come to the league, take a look at the roster, say you know what, let's uh, let's uh Let's start a, a big rebuild, you know? <laughs> that, generally, yep. that generally isn't yeah. that isn't the case in the yeah. NBA. They're always kinda looking to let's get good, you know, let's get good now. Let's you know, let's get in the playoffs, let's let's see what happens. So it certainly follows the pattern of, of when you see new ownership come aboard of what happens in the NBA. Um, they they look to make a push and push some chips into the middle of the table, which is what has happened here. Um, but I think you know if if you look back at you know what Mark Laurie uh, especially has said, he's wanted to turn this place or to turn this franchise from you know uh, an afterthought in the league to a, a franchise that is that is taken seriously. That was one of his goals that he set out when he became part of the ownership group. And, you know, this is, this is how you do it. You start winning games. You know, that is, that is first and foremost how you get people to take you seriously. Everything else, all the talk, all the chatter about culture, all the things you can do, whatever, in and around an arena or promises to, to build, whatever. The, the number one thing that you can do to, to make a franchise serious is win games. And that's what they're attempting to do with this move.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Chris, and enjoy the off season. I don't want to get very busy uh, for you. Uh, time flies, but uh, thanks for the time.
1: No mm, problem, anytime, Steve.
0: All right, there he is, Chris Hine of the Star Tribune. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.